Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. <laughs> brother, brother, brother. <laughs> I fly, bro. That is never stopping. Truck goes to the white. <laughs> cool story, bro. Footy pajamas. Hey, genius. It's, three, it's 2 p.m. Central. PG3 Radio. Nope. Here's your host, Josh Friday. Get him off big, Freddy. Get him off big. Richard And as I put you down, my pants ripped. <laughs> it's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of P3 Radio. I'm Richard Mulligan, joined by my co-host, Holland Oats, greatest Holland Oder. Holland Oder? And best friend, Josh Briley. Say hey, Josh. I am the number one odor, Josh Briley. <laughs> Richard are you Mulliken, a, are you how are you doing? A, are you more of a hauler? Are you more of an odor? <laughs> I'm more of a uh, Daryl Holler. Oh, yeah? More so than a holler John Oder. Than a John Oder. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what we need to make our cover band, Hall and Oders. Hall and Oders. I mean, why not? Which Holl- one do you want to be, though? It's- Holler for odors. <laughs> I have to be Daryl, or it's like a deal breaker. I'll be honest. I, If you played me their songs, I'd probably know them, but I wouldn't know, hey, that's a Holland Oates song. Ah, uh, okay. Well, John Oates is the one with the mustache, so. Oh, that breaks it down. we got to feel it on out there. Why does he have, okay. Well, who's the third guy in the band? Just some guy. He's like Spinderella of the group. Salt and Peppa's here. He's just part of the backing band, salt, probably. Salt, 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 and pepper. And we're here with episode 119, Josh, and we're sitting here, for some reason, looking at a picture of Hall & Oates. You ever do that on a Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> Not I, since last Saturday. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I feel way more, speaking of last Saturday, I feel way more comfortable this week. And not because I was so nervous, not only because I was so nervous that we had Dave Brown on. That was really cool. Um but, dude, we found out that Dave likes to keep things clean. So, like squeaky-ass white sheet clean. Yeah. So we, we didn't want to be we didn't want to be too dirty. And so we wanted to keep the whole episode last week clean. So And we did. We the did. The entire episode, not one curse word. Not one. You could have listened to that with uh, your it's rated six-year-old G. in the car. Yeah, it's we'll say G. PG because there was some adult content at the end. Oh, yeah. You, well, we we'll just told the truth. Well, we're just saying PG. <laughs> we'll say PG uh, parental guidance suggested. Because um, that's what that movie was rated. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't rated PG? <laughs> Big was rated PG? Okay. Okay. Anyways, the whole... The whole show to me, and I didn't, I haven't listened back to it yet, Josh. The whole show to me felt a little different because the whole time I am trying to come up with something to say that's not off color, and most of the time my humor is dark and off color. Mm-hmm. And like after the interview, the rest of the show, I was like, well, this is one that my family might actually listen to. <laughs> so I don't want to be too dirty. And like, Richard Lee, we heard you saying fuck 47 times on there. We counted it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, well, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say anything too dark. And then to to, to respect uh, Mr. Brown, we we didn't want to. My, my struggle was using dark humor. Josh, your struggle was trying not to curse. Yeah. I, it, it's hard to shut it off sometimes for me. You had, you had fucking blue balls. <laughs> oh, man. I had the blue mouth like a motherfucker. 
Oh. Yeah, that ain't the first time. Blue Mountain. <laughs> Pretty popular at the truck stops. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Oh. Shit. Okay. Get it all out there and uh, hold on. Here we go. Because this hot load of freight is just going to have to wait. <laughs> 18 wheelers were lined up for a three city <laughs> God bless you, Red. Oh, and then right as they're about to. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Are you done? Oh. You don't like the, you're you're in a good mood this week. I'm just saying, uh, you're going to, let's, let's do the Grand Slam. Go all the way around the tree. Yeah, I see. This asshole fuck these words up, man. <laughs> I mean, he got words that he don't even need. I don't even want to hear. Hey, whatever you have to do, you do the motherfucking shit. The motherfucker. Hey. Well, let me tell you something about that. That Creole wolf there. Oh, I do declare. It's kind of like taking dill powder and pouring it onto your butthole. If that ain't country. Because this hot load of freight is just going to have to wait. You stole my soap. Who steals soap? I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids, and I can't do it. Down so up to my trial in federal court, and my toe hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> but we're sitting here looking at Hall and Oates because Josh, every once in a while, I introduce you to a new song, like something that fucks your world up for like a week. <laughs> Whereas you'll be, it'll be stuck in your head, and you're like, oh, like little darling, little darling. And then what was the other one? If I had wings, yeah, that was I'd a pick you up. That one was a dinger band. I, <laughs> that was like a good month or so. But I told you. But I infected other people, uh, so it was all good. But anyways, spread the love on that one. Just to finish off what we were saying, we didn't want to curse or anything last week. So if last week's show was kind of like not on par with what we normally do, we apologize. And you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Courtesy of Dave Brown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tell them Dave sent you to yeah. fuck yourself. <laughs> and also, you might want to check out Pro Shingle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. So I was telling Josh that uh, there was a song. Well, we were we were going through songs, and you know we we were talking before the show started, and for some reason I had this song pop in my head, and Josh heard that and he was like. Josh heard that and he was like, "This is Hall and Oates." I was like, "No, this ain't Hall. Did Hall and Oates do this song?" And he was like, "What's well, the same beat? It's the same beat. Listen." And he, he plays it back and yeah, I'll be damned if that's not the same beat. And it's literally like 21 years later. They must have just paid him to use it or something. Yeah, I mean that probably what happened. But I love how you were like. I can't listen to that. They stole Hall and Oates' as shit. <laughs> Fuck and then Simply you start Red. singing all of Hall and Oates. I was like, I was, I was like, you're a Hall and Oates fan? Oh, you I, never knew that. I live and die by those fuckers. Wow. <laughs> Followed them on tour. Fuck one of the roadies to get backstage passes. <laughs> I've never went that far. Oh, but would you if you could get a backstage pass? Like, well, I mean, this VIP double photo op, maybe. <laughs> I ain't going to be sitting down back there anyways. <laughs> Here, but I want you to hear this song. It's called Sunrise. 
every once in a while, this is the song that gets stuck in my head. Like, you know, but before you get too far into your own shit or whatever, I I want you to, I want you to look at this guy's face on, on the, on the YouTube video. Yeah. This is 2003, right? Yeah. That's when the, the album came out. Look over to simply read holding back the years and my what a damn title that is that motherfucker aged like 30 years <laughs> from 2003 to then he did and and that's probably you know a few years ago right but goddamn dude <laughs> something like major happened in this man's uh, life to goddamn man i look like at least better part of 20 years we, we more. all we all handle stress weird this was in 2003, and then the simply Then the drug stopped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered what across what I thought wasn't a hornet's nest, <laughs> and I mowed over that son of a bitch, and here I am. <laughs> now, ironically, my face is all swollen up, and it's never went down. Simply red, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but this is the song, like, you know, if you hear a song, like, out that, that kind of does that, when I feel when it reminds you of uh, Stone Temple Pilots or <laughs> or or Pearl Jam or Creed, you know, in a time it's like so this is the song I do, but it's directly opposite. And you'll know what line it is I do um, when we get there. But this will be one of those songs that sticks in your head, too. Probably won't. Just for the beat. you'll. If I get Daryl Hall and John Oates in your head, then I've won. <laughs> get to the chorus. <laughs> Never heard this song. <laughs> that's what so, that's what part gets stuck in my head. Which one? <laughs> I find myself doing that a lot. I've never heard this. You've never heard this nope. song. Let's hit the chorus one more time. I like it better than the Daryl Hall and Daryl, the Hall and Odors. Well, you can go fuck yourself. I want to hear the chorus one more time because it's. This sounds like a tune that would be on like a Hallmark movie or something. Yeah. Even stealing the lyrics. <laughs> Is that the song? To draw the line. You my body, now you want my soul. Don't forget about it, say no go. I remember yeah. when you were... So, I remember when we were kids, you used to like... Guns and Roses, mm-hmm. and I never remember you bringing up Hall and Oates. Is like, you know, I like Hall. You went through a lot of phases musically when we were kids. That's fair to say. Yeah, uh, I think there was a two week turnaround from Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat to uh, 
Hank Williams Jr. one time, <laughs> which was odd. <laughs> I don't know. I, I liked a lot of stuff, man. Yeah, I was cool with you liking stuff. It's like you would turn your back so quickly on certain genres, and you'd be like, oh, that's some old shit. I'm into country western now. <laughs> it's just different phases. I guess so. But you ought to be all upset about it now. I just said it's different phases. <laughs> You're like trying to beat a dead horse or something. You trying to beat my dead horse from the eighth grade? <laughs> <laughs> When I wore cowboy boots and flannel. Okay. Uh, okay. I'd get all upset. Um, but no, it's. Um, I never heard you say anything about Hall of Notes. Like, this is I'm news sorry. to me. This is uh, news well, to me. I'm going to tell you something. I didn't never mention really my Billy Ray Cyrus CD. I never <laughs> mentioned a, a lot of stuff. Oh, some. <laughs> I like Billy Ray Cyrus. I listen to everything, though, man. I'm the same way. I, I just. You know, all. that was a good, that, I mean, I look Some back, that was a, that was a good CD. Easy to make fun of though. Cause yeah. the achy breaky heart yeah. bullshit was everywhere. Not the greatest parent. Look at Molly Cyrus. <laughs> nice. Anyways, when you got enough money to provide everything, but you provide a good fathering. <laughs> A good fathering just sounds dirty. <laughs> no, a good rogering. I'd like to give her a good fathering if a you know good, what I mean. A good rogering sounds dirty. Oh, man. Rogering does sound dirty. That's like 50s dirty. Oh, He gave yeah. him a rogering at the soda fountain. <laughs> <laughs> but a good fathering, I don't know. That just sounds... <laughs> Might be a little uh, touchy. Yeah. But anyways. Shimmy me. No. Um. But anyways, there was something I was going to say there, but I don't remember what it was. I don't remember oh. hearing you mention Simply Red when we were kids, I did. Richard. I, no, I mentioned a lot of people that y'all made fun of me mm. constantly over. <laughs> you like that band, Dishwalla. huh? Dishwalla. <laughs> I liked I mean, It was just that one song. <clears throat> what was the song? I don't know. I get knocked down. I gotta get up again. No, Never that was... Keep me down. That's tub thumping. <laughs> oh, I get knocked down, but I get up again. Tub thumping? Yeah. Well... You 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 know what tub? I don't. Is. I really don't. That was the name of the that was the name of the song "Tub Thumbing" by Chambawamba. Chambawamba, that's them. That's <laughs> yeah. them. Chambawamba. Yeah, but y'all used to make fun of me over a lot of things, like listening to certain music. But what I was going to say was that reminded me when when I was shopping for your birthday, I ran across this store that had like a vinyl of Guns N' Roses' uh, "Appetite for Destruction," mm-hmm. and I almost bought it for you. It was like a hundred and something bucks. And I was like, I don't love him that much. <laughs> he's a good, he's a good dude. I don't have a vinyl record. No, player, but so. it was just, it would have been cool to have, I think. You know, just the album cover and everything. What? <laughs> so, Simply Red, did they ever have a, uh, <laughs> Are you, a religious uh, tour? Looks, looks kind of like, dare I say, homosexual Star Wars. <laughs> no, almost like Jesus, but <laughs> a redhead. Walking through the, the the sands of the Sahara. So this is Simply Red Stars. And dude, look at how many views this thing has. 64, and that's just this one. 64 million views on this one. Probably trying to figure out what the fuck it is. <laughs> he looks like Richard Simmons and Boy George had a kid. Does he not? He's kind of got a Richard Maybe, Simmons look. Maybe, or a Yahoo Serious... And, uh, oh, what's that one little Clay Aiken? 
<laughs> this was just one of those things that popped up on YouTube. He looks like he's wearing clothes from the 1600s with the fucking uh, robe garbs. I've heard this song before. Probably Man. on, an, like I said, a Hallmark movie. <laughs> I don't like watch Candace, a lot of- Candace Cameron and uh, some asshole with a fucking uh, did you weatherman ever, haircut. I know this is going to sound very sexist, but did you ever, like, do, have you seen Candace Cameron lately? Boy, have I. <laughs> <laughs> I would still full on woo. I'm talking woo. <laughs> yeah. She didn't look that good back when we were younger, did she? Man, Am she, I wrong? To me, I could sue her ass right now for residual carpal tunnel syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that would be a case that would be against most women in America, Josh. <laughs> at least in the some better, overseas. At least the better part of the 94 slash 95 JCPenney's catalog lingerie model. <laughs> I will sue every one of them. Oh, that was the thing that we had to look at when we were kids. And dude, I remember telling you, I think it was when 96 came out. I wish I could find She's one She's got those. a nipple showing. <laughs> Page 38. You can the see third it through the lace. Up. You can see it through the lace. <laughs> it was always disturbing. Like the older those catalogs is, you could see like, like the camel toes and camel, shit. It was the bush imprint. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, oh my god! <laughs> like, how did like? I, I don't know. Maybe I need to be quiet. I don't know. If, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to say. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that, and then of course when we were a little bit older, and Victoria's Secret came out, it was like we were looking at those granny panties in the J.C. Penney's catalog. I think it was because the Victoria's Secret models, they all looked unattainable as far as our <laughs> standards. But there I could was probably a few get that J.C. Penney's chick. If Look I'm at that one girl. Look at the fat one. I could probably bang her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is just goddamn disturbing, Richard. And I <laughs> you, wish you'd turn All right, we'll turn off. it off. We'll turn off the... We've got Is he trying red. to be Jesus like or a Star Lord? Because I'm seeing a bunch of very, astrology. Like I said, I didn't mean this in a religious. bad way. He looked like a, it was like a homosexual Star Wars is what I said. Because <laughs> he's wearing like the Star Wars <laughs> robe, but he looks very effeminate. <laughs> I, didn't, I feel like I said that PC enough, right? I know what you mean, though. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Uh, This is, yeah, I was thinking about something the other day. Speaking about hairstyles, I know you had. Speaking of of bush hair, (laughs) how do you like to wear yours? I like to wear mine with mullet. (laughs) Business in the front, party in the back. I'm full on buckwheat. (laughs) Right now. But, you know, anniversary time, I like to clean up my act. Oh, man. Uh, Get that little Dave Brown part going on. <laughs> you part in your pubes? <laughs> this is what I call the meeting look. <laughs> the presentation piece. You ever thought about braiding it? <laughs> <laughs> That's if I go about a year without chopping it. Yeah. Uh, come to P3 Florida, man. <laughs> Put some dreadlocks in yeah. it. <laughs> come to Florida. Play the bongo yeah. or the uh, steel drums. The trash can drums with my balls. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Just let them bounce. Oh, that would oh, hurt. Yeah. Uh, but no, man. Um, 
That threw me for a loop. <laughs> I was going to say something. Oh, yeah, hairstyles. He's like, you had one like this, too. Um, rat tails. You remember rat tails? I did not have a rat tail. You had, had a rat a tail at one time. No, I didn't. You didn't have a rat tail? I could have swore you no. had one. Well, rat tails were the mullets of mullets, right? Rat tails were like the white trash of the mullet. Yeah, I mean, well, mullets were already white trash. Let's be honest. But a lot of people had them, but if you had a rat tail... yeah. He might be white trash. Well, I guess I had a mullet once when I was in fifth grade. Like, I wanted to, like, grow my hair out longer. But my mom wouldn't let me grow it, like, the front. She was like, well, I ain't gonna, you don't have to cut the back. And for, like, three haircuts, I let it grow in the back. And it got down to, like, my shoulder, like, neck area. And, but my hair was naturally curly. <laughs> so it started curling so under. So you look like Billy Joe Travis with a fucking <laughs> yeah, mullet. Yeah. It was not good. I remember I finally cut it off and I was like, well, forget this. Uh, but you were trying. Well, sometimes I look back at some of the hairstyles I chose and I was like, man, it was, it was a wonder I had hair at all. I had, at one point when I was eight years old, I had the spike. Yeah, I had the goddamn slats. I remember the spike. The the spike with the slats cut out by my uh, by my ears. You know um, where your sideburns go or whatever. They had the goddamn the, the skateboard. The skateboard cut with the slats cut yeah. out or whatever, and the mullet going at the same. Whatever time. started the skateboard cut. The, I don't know. Some asshole with a skateboard and just fucked it up. I day. guess. And they're but I oh, look at him. That's stupid as hell. I'm gonna get my hair cut. Probably one of the funniest moments I ever had with my hair. You know, uh, back when we were wrestling on Memphis TV. <laughs> You're talking like back when I had hair. Back one of my fondest hair. moments. <laughs> no, back the fun, one of the funniest moments about with anything with my hair was back when we were doing Memphis TV. Uh, I would always shave my head the day of. That way, you know, you don't have like I would shave my head the day of. Like we would have to get up at like we'd have to be on the road by like seven o'clock to get to Memphis to film everything, and then we'd be there all day. Then we'd be going to Ripley. And I remember this week we weren't doing Ripley, but I had to be, we had to be in Memphis. It was Memphis, Memphis TV taping weekend. And, uh, like I got up and I shaved my head and this is back when I still had glasses and everything. And, uh, when I did my sideburns, I used to have to just buzz them all the way down. I had to go T2. And for some reason I got all the way down to the rim of my glasses and stopped. And I usually would take my glasses off to do the sideburn part. Well, I, I forgot to do my sideburns. So somewhere, if anybody has video of Memphis wrestling from when I was on it, there is a video of me with sideburns, <laughs> like two-inch sideburns, and my head shaved. And I remember <laughs> when it was over, Miles said, well, before we went out there, Miles actually said something to me. He's like, why didn't you shave your whole head? And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And he's like, you left your sideburns. I was like... <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> so I didn't have a way to fix it. We we're already on our way to Memphis. And you I was fucking like, grab Eddie Marlin's pocket knife and Rambo that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, shit. I remember asking people, does anybody have any clippers back here? Nobody had clippers. And uh, I remember Kevin. Not Kevin, only you're asking for clippers, you're walking around looking like an asshole with chops on your <laughs> Well, I remember I remember Kevin telling me, he's like, I just thought you meant to cut it like that. <laughs> so I had to be on TV with sideburns and no hair. Looking like an asshole. Yeah, no, with a goatee and sideburns. It was not a good look. That brush. is fucking great. And it wasn't like the sideburns were like angled off like crushes were in the NWO, Brian Adams. 
everything it's he like did. It's like you just quit. It was just like, yeah, <laughs> that'll do it. It was like, it was like. Uh, or there was a fire in your yeah. house you had to run out <laughs> while you were cutting it your was, hair. It was almost like um, the glasses were what was holding on my sideburns. So when you saw me and I had my glasses on, it just like the sideburns were connected to the glasses. Like the glasses and the mustache thing, the disguise. <laughs> But like so, some of them damn <laughs> music, uh, magic store glasses. Yes. <laughs> it was just, I forgot to shave under my glasses. Oh, thank God for that. That is great. Yeah. We got to find that. I've got it somewhere. I have a disc of all my wrestling uh, stuff from Memphis. So somewhere out there, I have it. Here, Corey, look at this asshole. <laughs> he's sideburns. He's not, that's why he's not going over. <laughs> well, that and the King's not here this week, so we're going to book him to lose. <laughs> That was always my favorite thing when Jerry was there. It was always like he would put us over because he, Jerry liked to build up the big guys, you know, the big giant looking guys. You know, me and Miles were, weren't small. So he always liked to put us over. In his mind, I'm going to knock these bastards down. Exactly. I mean, eventually that was what we, and I would be fine with that. But here's the thing we couldn't gain any traction because every other week Lawler wouldn't show up and it'd be like, well, we're going to put y'all against... Uh, Corey's like, let's go against Kid Wicked. And <laughs> some small other small guy. And you guys are going to lose to a super kick at two minutes. <laughs> it's like, what? Okay, sure. And I remember there was one time we had to change our name, and we became the Hurricanes. And I was like, I, I don't want to be the Hurricanes. <laughs> Can Katrina's not- <laughs> real big right now in the news. Y'all the Hurricanes. So we were the Hurricanes, which I hated that name. He wanted to call us like the the natural he was basically trying to get the natural disasters but he called us the hurricanes and and i remember um nobody knew who that was and they were just going to squash the hurricanes and then right before we were going to go out like a segment before ours brian comes up and he's like let's get the hurricanes out here they're fixing to go out and we're like well we're here brian and brian's like oh fuck that's y'all <laughs> like we didn't know who the i was like i didn't know who the hurricanes shit um and he called Too Cool 2 over, and he was like, all right, look, I don't really want y'all to eat these guys up. He's like, I didn't know who they were. He's like, this is what y'all are going to do. Y'all are going to jump them before they, when they go out the curtain. And, like, he made it. He actually took care of us. Like, he jumped us, and they so it looked like we didn't even have a chance, you yeah. know, to even have a good match. But Brian took care of us that day. But I was like, dang, you know, this is, this is stuff that we should be doing. We're like, we're a big enough tag team around here that we should be going toe-to-toe with too cool too. If give them a heel team to face, you know, and no, they just attacked us before. Or give them a well. I guess we would have been babyface. So that wouldn't have worked. But then we could have worked. I don't know. Brian took care of us that day, but Corey never saw anything in us. He tried to stiff one of the guys too before we uh, on our Tunica show because we mm. had four agents and he paid me and Miles and and then he didn't pay the other two guys and they're like, hey, what about us? He finally got them some money, but he tried to stiff them. And it was, it was, it was a weird time of, it was a weird, it was a weird, uh, turn of events, that whole Memphis thing. Because like I said, depending on what week you were there, uh, we would get pushed. And if not, I never, I never liked that whole, the home of rhythm and bruise. I just, yeah. that's so lame. I think if they would have at least tried to keep it like power pro, just for the most part, the presentation right. and whatnot, that it would have went a lot better, but. They just ran that damn thing right into the ground, it seemed like. Yeah. And then it was over. Yeah. I remember I remember talking to, I think it was Alan Steele, about uh, being at a show where 
they got jumped, and I remember something about Alan said it was by Coco and somebody else, and Alan was like, "It's stupid for us to just sit here and walk to the back with them standing right out here." So they jumped them, <laughs> like they re-jumped Coco in them, <laughs> and and they got to the back, and they were like, "What the hell was that, guys?" It's like, no, it makes us look dumb if you're just if we're just walking to the back and you're standing there after beating us up, right? So, uh, makes was, sense, right? Yeah, it made sense <laughs> to me. I love Alan. So, uh, uh, but anyways, man, I tell you what, we've been doing this for a little while, Josh. Um, what are you getting for your dad this Christmas? Well, usually I get him some sort of power tool or implement of work. Or something that he can, you know, fuck around with out in a shed on his Bronco or, you know, fix a lawnmower or two or something like that. Why don't you get him a trip to Florida, Josh? You think he'd use that? Uh, I think he would sell that trip on Craigslist and <laughs> get him a probably a five horsepower tiller engine instead. Well, get him a trip to Florida this year and you can do that by visiting our link, tinyurl.com slash P3Florida. Imagine your dad at... SeaWorld. <laughs> Whipping wow. Shamu with that giant dick. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, he'd have to keep his pants on at the, uh, at the freaking beach because that old snake will crawl on out of anything. Right. A short pair of shorts or a Speedo especially. Yeah. God almighty. He'd look as if he had a giant turd in there or something. I'm going to harpoon your ass. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> get him tickets to Universal Studios. Um Legoland, everything that comes with Florida comes with P3 Florida. That is tinyurl.com slash P3 Florida. Florida Ticket Station is the way to go for all your Christmas gifts. Get them the gift of a summer vacation in Florida. Get your dad, Josh, the gift of Florida by going to tinyurl.com slash P3 Florida. That's tinyurl.com slash P3 Florida. Once again, tinyurl.com slash p3 florida some more p3 radio this is one of my favorite songs josh <laughs> it's not like ever no it, i like it though it's dire straits walk of life This song, like we were talking about, just reminds me of like every like movie preview of a romantic comedy ever. At least between 1985 yeah. and 1993. He was a successful businessman. She was a gutter street whore. <laughs> when they got together, they accidentally had a baby. <laughs> what do you mean you're pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's the lyrics. You, you said earlier that no one knew the lyrics to this. I'm just not understanding yeah, them. The I'm reading play, dedication, devotion, turning on lights in the day. <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? Do the walk about? of life. He's doing the walk of life, man. He's talking about a knife, talking about women. He's saying he wants to kill a woman. <laughs> yeah, the boy can play. <laughs> Is this guy like, I feel like he might be from New Orleans or Louisiana somewhere. I believe Dire Straits is from England. Tell me that doesn't sound like Justin Wilson singing. 
Maybe not. You don't hear that? Not really. Listen. Do the walk. Do the walk on life. Do the walk on life. We just gonna put some of that walk on life over in the pot here. Oh boy. And then we just gonna stir it up for about three minutes. Dude, we start talking like that, I'm gonna wanna go to New Orleans. Like, literally one of my favorite cities. Some of the food is just. Like, you, we've seen that movie, uh, what was it? Wagon. Not Wagons East. Almost Heroes with um, Chris Farley. And they were trying to get a. They were trying to redo the trip to the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. And like two or three of the ships just like, oh, can we go to New Orleans instead? <laughs> the food alone is worth the trip. The I food just, alone is worth the trip. I, I'm not a fan of all that spicy Cajun it, bullshit. No, it's not only that. I'm like, I'm not a spicy food fan either, but they have some food combinations that are just really good that aren't spicy. Like, they're just really good. You should go, man. Like what? I had some nachos that they're called Nolan's nachos at this Ramalad place. It's called Ramalad. It's called Ramalad. Is that not a, a Muslim holiday? That's Ramadan. <laughs> Continue. Anyways, it's called, I think it's Ramalad or Ramole or anyways. I am not calling them anybody for their credit cards today. It is Ramadan or, Ram, or Ramadan. I don't want your visa or Waster card. A visa? This is tricky, tricky. What? Yeah. Are you drunk? <laughs> yes. Yes. He's a rubber on. Just me to have a rubber on? <laughs> but no, I mean, they have these things called Nolan's nachos. And they're nachos, and they have little pieces of like, like these Cajun sausages. Oh, my God, it's good, man. Everything about I want some right now. <laughs> like, my mouth's watering right now. I'll drive 12 hours and go. I will. <laughs> Get you a goddamn little it's an, it's life a, raft. It's and an eight and a half hour Mark. trip. Speaking of which, have you said Captain Mark? Any any feedback on that? He's dark. Did you send him anything? I have not. I'm well, just, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Despite my best efforts, well, which has been nothing to the point of now, <laughs> he's still in jail, Richard. Yeah, you could send him something. People sneak. <laughs> people sneak things. I'm sure he's out on bail. Yar, and you gotta have a smartphone and hear me, Hardy. I'm sure he's gotten bailed out by now. No, as as, as when I checked on him. Two weeks ago, did you call? No, I looked up like on uh, Google just anything developments of his case, and at that point, he was still in jail. He was still in jail, and he hasn't even seen a judge. I wonder if they'll let him get like phone calls. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to go through the effort, Richard. (laughs) I just I don't I don't don't want to put money on his books and he stiff us. (laughs) I'm not saying that. Just. Just call. Can we talk to inmate Mark? Yeah. I'm, well, Captain Mark. Yeah, we'll Whistle. give it a try. He goes by Captain, just so you know. I, I don't know, man. It'd be nice if he would do our show, but I doubt it. I doubt he'll ever do it. I don't know. I mean, he he may be pissed. It, it just depends on how he sees it. If he's got a sense of humor about kidnapping it, people. Well, no, it's not only that. He just got a little too far in the sauce, I think, and he wasn't ready to go back in yet. That's all. <laughs> you sound like somebody that's been there before. <laughs> like you have. I've never kidnapped people on a boat, no. I haven't either. <laughs> I've never tried to fight a random person walking down my street. How do you know? You, you, I haven't. 
How do you know? How do I know that you've I done that? Known, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have known I did it either unless somebody told me. No, nobody's ever told me I've done that. Uh, no. Anyways, well, I'm tapped out. What do you want to talk about? I <laughs> always good go to say. Annie Lennox's uh, greatest hit. Oh, is that? What about Annie Lennox's greatest hit? Wait, wait, what? Do you see that? What's that Dire Straight song lyric there? Did yeah. you see that? <laughs> they don't play that on 92. <laughs> what is that lyric you just said? Ah. Uma <laughs> Muga. <laughs> oh, they're not playing it now. It must be the edited version. Because that's where oh, he Oh, this is it. like the... Um, Money for nothing. This sounds like the karaoke version, though. Yeah, he said the F word in there and not fuck. <laughs> <laughs> then years later, they tried. Well, I wasn't talking. I was just talking about uh, just generalizing certain people mm. like. What I was talking about. A big about. pile of sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever used a word that's its literal meaning and not the... Like, not have the, I ever been to England and asked for a cigarette? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, I sent a... I guess this incriminates me, but I, I sent a message to somebody one time. It was just a big pile of sticks, and it said, look at this. Yeah. And they were like, I was waiting to see a picture of somebody. And I was like, no, it's a literal, that's what it's called, a pile of sticks. <laughs> I just thought I was being clever and you thought I was hating on somebody. Um, no, we were talking about this song too. I don't even know how this came up. Annie Lennox is No More I Love Yous. It's the the video terrifies me. <laughs> it's, it's everything it's you like hate. Everything it's like a bunch I of f- pile of sticks. <laughs> no, it's like everything you imagine yeah. is under your bed when you're seven years old. Like you peek under there, that's male ballerinas that are with goatees yeah. and women that look like a, a evil in with horns. Yeah, that's true. Staring at you like she's gonna eat I you. I would have went with like Rita Repulsive, a, like from the Power Rangers. I didn't watch Rita. Power Rangers. You never watched Power Rangers? No. It was pretty cool. It was just a... I was almost spanking it at that point in my life. I mean, I'm pretty sure I was too, but <laughs> fucking Red Ranger and the Pink Ranger was the one that... I tell you what, that green one, boy. <laughs> Man. He had to work out or something. <laughs> no, the Pink Ranger was pretty hot. You know, you know, you've seen the Pink Ranger. I didn't... I mean, I, I probably would recognize her I think now, her name was but... Amy Jo Johnson, I think was her name. Hmm. They had a yellow ranger. It was weird how racial those rangers were. The black guy was the black ranger. Uh, the red guy was... I don't know, the yellow one was the Asian one. Like the yellow ranger. And here's the thing. They made them that way because all the Power Rangers were guys. That was just a Japanese show that they overdubbed. Yeah. And then made like film some things around. What was it? Sinchi, Sinsai Go or something was the name of the Something real- like that. And then they ran out of footage that they could use that edited and then the Japanese show they got new Zords or whatever like new robots (laughs) robot dinosaurs yeah and so they had to change everything and write a storyline around it it was weird 
What's our time on this show, Richard? We've got about 15 minutes left, Josh. What do you say we find uh, something that we can watch for about that time period? It may take us... uh, It may not be that long of a video, but uh, it may be interesting enough to where we can stretch it out. You already had it open right there. I did? Oh, boy. Well, thank (laughs) you. You got rid of Annie Lennox. Fuck Annie Lennox, man. She scared the shit out of me when I was a kid, and... I never forget. So, what are we going to watch here, Josh? So, it's kind of an update from the last few shows, or at least the last couple of shows. We've had our little friend Natalia from the Ukraine, the little darling, the little darling from the, the little Ukraine, American, the the short American. Oh, she is an American now. The little Ukrainian American. She yes, that is the correct. The little Ukrainian American, yes. and uh, she could have been Dennis the the. You know, like we were oh, talking oh, about. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, what are you talking about? Did Dennis you just have a the seizure? Menace? Are you having a stroke right now? You Dennis, just stopped talking. Yeah, but you know what? Could I... have been Dennis the. <laughs> <laughs> Everything tastes purple. And <laughs> 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 just fall I over. I almost said it. And I was like, eh, yeah, maybe not. But you're gonna be a big pile of sticks and punk out about it, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, um... <laughs> Josh. We've heard you talking about this word. <laughs> Use that word again. Do you value your job, Josh? <laughs> you know, uh, is that the word? Is that the conversation you have in your head when you think about saying certain things? Is that HR conversation? No, more do you so, value your job? More so, my JEA bill flashes before my eyes. <laughs> why to your, be honest with you? Why is your JEA bill flash before your eyes? Because that, if if I don't have the money to pay that, then I'm screwed. Oh, okay, gotcha. Mm. J-E-A We're not all rich our, like you are. You, I'm not rich. Either way. I love how that one time I, I told you, I was like, just come over. I'll buy the thing. And you were like, uh, I'm thankful because I'm not, because <laughs> I have money and I'm not poor. <laughs> it was like the million dollar man. And he was doing that like, yeah. what, what I'm thankful. And I just laugh because I'm like, it was like five bucks. <laughs> You're like, oh, can't all be rich. I was just busting balls. Yeah, I know. Okay. But anyways, um. I heard that the short Ukrainian-American... The Little Darling. The Little Darling was on Dr. Phil this past week. She was. And that's and is, so this story's making its rounds, huh? There are a few of the excerpts of the show that... I'm not sure Dr. Phil's buying into this shit either. Well, I'm, that, I'm really not. That she's younger. That she, well, let's just play it. Maybe you'll answer that question. The Barnetts, Christine and Michael, you say... That's the evil Americans, age. right? Yeah. That left... And declared now. Wait, who's that guy? These the uh, the the couple that is with Nata- Natalia. Is that Natalia there? Uh, that's Doctor Phil. No, 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 <laughs> no, not him. I'm talking about the little American that's yes, there. the little darling sitting there. That that's is Natalia. Natalia. Okay, and um, that family that's sitting beside her found her on a po- on the the porch. <laughs> <laughs> So we decided to keep her. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That's literally what they said. <laughs> but this isn't in this video. This is different. Wow. 22. 22. And you told people you were 22. Yes. Why did you tell people you were 22? That's just what I was told to say. Like if someone asked how old I was. Uh-huh. That's just what who, they... Who told you to say that? Uh, the Barnetts did. The Barnetts did? Mm-hmm. Well, the Barnetts ain't here anymore, are they? <laughs> Barnes took their shit and went to Canada, didn't they? And then so you got tell a divorce. Them, you can tell them whatever the fuck age you want to be, darling. Yeah. And so then you go to Michigan and they do test, correct? Mm-hmm. 
And they came back and concluded that she was how old? 14 14 years old. 14 at the time, not 22. Right. Yeah, because they <laughs> were been saying that everything her, from 14 to 33. They were saying that she has growth plates. She got room where she's still growing, and she was losing teeth, too, when we had her. So she had baby teeth. Now they tell us, because of her dysplasia that she has, that they can't figure out the age she is. So they can't make her back to 16. How were they able to make her 22, though? It was three times. I remember first it was 11 to 14, and then it was 16 to 18, and then it was finally 22. I love how we're just yeah, watching Dr. It. Phil right well, now. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit of guilt, kind of. Because the first show we did when we talked about this. Yeah, and but at the same time, she just hasn't snapped it. Like, like if, if you were being accused right. of that. Well, Would you at not the just, same time, Dr. Phil's not sitting there going, tell him you're 22. Tell him, you little demon. <laughs> you know how we are. Right. You know the doubts that we've had. Everybody in America and all over the world are probably well, it's been the, sending her messages. Usually the first story you hear, if it's told believably enough, oh, yeah, you yeah. believe it. Like, I, I agree. Honestly, I agree. it's like Duke Lacrosse. What do you think about when you think of Duke Lacrosse? Um, Terrible thing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. They were acquitted of all that because it came out that wasn't real. Right. So it was like, but that's the first story you heard. You could believe. So that's the picture that was painted. Yeah. So like when you hear like this girl ain't really that age. She's just an adult trying trying to get over here and kill people. (laughs) It makes for a believable story if you're looking for a horror genre, but not... Not in real life. So, yeah, the first story you hear, if it's believable, your mind's kind of set. That's why they throw out juries that, you know, hear more about the case so you can't get a fair trial. Because it's hard to sway somebody's opinion after they've yeah, been Yeah, once, once you've had an imprint of whatever yeah. on you it's hard. about it. Now you're going the, against, yeah. yeah, now you're going against yourself. You've already made your mind up. So now you have to have a very convincing argument to say the otherwise. So, yeah, I get it. They don't have sufficient evidence to overturn it to bring her back to a child, then why would you overturn it to bring her to an adult? Well, here's the thing. In 2010, Children's Hospital says you're eight, not six. 2012, the bone density test says you're 11, not eight. In 2012, the Barnett family doctor says both your bones and teeth prove you're 14, not eight. My thing is, why were they having all these tests done in the first right. place? Like, where did the doubt start? Was so, it all the damn you know, Kevin Metallister, Kevin Metallister, <laughs> Kevin McAllister s fucking trap she was setting? Who's Kevin Metallister? <laughs> Kevin Metallister. You know, he got left home alone one time. <laughs> it wasn't like home alone. He got killed. <laughs> Those burglars really did a number on. He him. was the one they couldn't make the movie out of. <laughs> But no, I mean, yeah, you're right. I be, you know what what it was though probably the this horrible horror horrible hor, hor, horrible family <laughs> thought they wanted these horrors to, of families they thought they wanted to adopt and they realized they had. I, I wonder, and this is you know, like I said, pure speculation on my part. So this is just my opinion. You remember those people that were like, well, I think if we have a kid it'll make things better. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Maybe that was their thing. Maybe if we adopt a child, everything will be You better. think they should have got a Sharpay instead of a short I think American. they should have just got a divorce instead of bringing somebody else into their misery, if you want me to be honest. But I think, in my mind, they probably thought, well, let's adopt. And and then they got this child that was had a disability. 
So then they were trying to find a way out. So they kept taking it to doctor after doctor, taking her to doctor after doctor after doctor to try to get a back way out of being having an adopted kid. You know, I seen her drinking a beer the other day. Is there any way she could be older, or is she just a bad kid? Who gave her the beer? Uh, well, I did. <laughs> I'm just trying to find a loophole to get out of this. Is she still a child? Why would she lie? So I'm I'm saying, what's the motive for you to lie? All the tests confirm what you say within a range. Exactly. Here's the thing. There's this big debate about how old you are. To me, it doesn't make any difference. You're a human being that needs love and caring and nurturing. Is Dr. Phil hitting on this it little American? <laughs> and I tell you what, after this Age show, is just a number, baby. I would like to go and get you a couple of Chardonnays <laughs> and tell you how proud I am of you. <laughs> You're 43 or 14. It doesn't make a difference to you, does it? That's the R. Oh, Kelly me. theory. Oh me! Hold on, Josh. Here we go. Oh me! Don't do it. Oh wait. I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids, <laughs> and I can't do it. He said, it doesn't matter if you're 43 or 14 to me. That's uh, literally what he just said. Yeah, that ain't going to hold up no, well. Right, no, absolutely not. At all. Not no, at all. Yeah, no, no, you're no. right. But it mattered to the Barnetts, right? Why no. did you- well, I, well, in fairness, I tried, to- I tried to kill her. <laughs> I tried to pine-saw the bitch. She questioned my age, Dr. Phil. She questioned my age. She caught me putting butter at the top of the steps one night. <laughs> She cared. I don't know. I mean, if she cared about you, what difference does it make how old you are? That makes a lot of sense what she said. Well, it kind of matters for the taxes, really. <laughs> the school and what yeah. might say. But, you know, that's just legalities. There's a woman that's Man. cradling a baby yeah, doll right, right now that would love this 14, daughter. <laughs> so I guess it comes down to whether or not you are an evil psychopath demon child that's come over here to murder everybody. I want to get that sound bite. I want that sound bite, Josh. Pull it back. Let's just, that's the sound bite I want on here. On my on my iPad here, I want that sound bite, Josh. Play it. You are an evil psychopath demon child that's come over here to murder everybody. Oh, my. You're right. What's funny is the whole time he's saying that, her eyes, her eyes, and Doctor Phil's eyes were like, like they were in it together. <laughs> like they get, you're an evil psychopath demon child that's here to murder everyone. She's like, you know, oh, oh my, he's on to us. <laughs> Roll it, Frank. Is the car still started? Or <laughs> painted you as an evil sociopath? Some evil dwarf is gonna like pop up and <laughs> there's another one. There's another. like some evil dwarf that's, that's gonna, gonna pop up. <laughs> What's the rest of that line? Poison their coffee or stab them in their sleep or whatever. But if that's true. I- <laughs> Play that back, please. <laughs> Some evil dwarf is going to pop up and poison I mean, their coffee. You know, she's painted you as an evil sociopath. Some evil dwarf is going to like pop up and poison their coffee or stab them in their sleep or whatever. But if that's true, I guess they brought out the worst in you because you certainly <laughs> haven't tried to murder you two. <laughs> well, not if yet. that's true, if that's true, I haven't true, been worked into the wheel yet. Not, 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 I love how Doctor Phil really held on to that. Well, if that's true, not like, yeah, that's probably false. It was just, yeah, if that's true, it could well, be still a possibility. 
Might be true. Might not be. Do Chardonnay like, still, right? <laughs> do you like Dr. Phil? Not really. I don't either. At all. I, He's kind of an asshole. I Richard. feel like he he plays on. He he would have taken that Dave Brown interview last week. How you feel about fucking Dave? <laughs> so Dave, tell me. Uh, Scott Bowden said a lot of things you didn't agree with. But <laughs> I've what got about the transcript that time, here? <laughs> what about that time uh, the Dream Machine called Coco Ware up? Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh What yeah. about then? Oh, the Coco Ware the. And then he said he couldn't. <laughs> what about that, Dave? Oh man, good old. But yeah, I feel like he's an opportunist. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were watching a show last night. My wife has really gotten into this uh, show called Temptation Island. Have you ever heard about that show? I've seen a porno one time. <laughs> Z plane. I think it was called Z plane. <laughs> no, it's not the same thing. There's a show that used to be on back in the day, back in like two, the early 2000s, and they revamped it on USA called Temptation Island. What they do is they take these couples, and they put them on an island, and they basically separate them. So the, the men go in one villa, like one side of the island, and the women go to the other side of the island, and they put them in the same area uh, as all of these single, like very like bombshell-looking you know, girls and really like cut up muscular guys. You got to try to fuck your way back to your wife. Well, that's the thing. Like, and most of the time, and then what they do is they, they, they don't bring them together ever. Like they're apart for like two weeks and every night they do this like bonfire thing where they show them a clip out of context of what the girl, what the guy and the girl has been doing. So they have to sit there. Well, one of the shows, the first video that the guy sees of his, like girlfriend of four years that they've been having problems and they're on the show. Like the first night she's like banging this guy. <laughs> and like, they show this video of her getting in the bed with him and like on top of him. And he's like, what the hell? So the rest of the time he's like, I'm single now. But the funny part about it is they'll show him these clips and the girls like for the most part are like immediately crying because they're crushed that their man is like having some kind of a connection, any kind of connection with another girl. And the guys, you know, they're like, at least my girl, like, you know, every one of them were like, at least my girl didn't do that <laughs> on the first night. So the announcer's like trying to get emotion out of them. And it's one of the Wahlbergs. It's like, I can't remember. His I name. order you to have some fucking emotion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's like basically trying to get him to cry. He's like, what are you feeling right now when you see your girlfriend Flirting that, with a guy like that. Does that make you want to just go bang every chick that you've yeah. ever seen in your fucking life? <laughs> and I told my wife, I was like, this is a horrible show. <laughs> They're really just setting them up because you could have saw a video that was completely innocent of you doing something that was a game that you were supposed to be doing. And like that comes back and it's like, oh, he was looking whipped cream off of her neck. And like you just, they, let me show you what your boyfriend was doing. And then your girl just sees you looking whipped cream off of some girl's neck. Not telling them, hey, we told him to do this. Right. And now she decides to go blow John in the bathroom. In the tiki shed. <laughs> yeah, the tiki shed. It's like, this this show is horrible. They are really wrecking people's lives here. And they're doing it for probably, I don't know how much compensation per Not show. Not a lot, you would think, yeah. It doesn't pay for the divorce and a new house, <laughs> well, that's for sure. They're not married yet. These oh. are like just 
dating couples. Well, if they're just banging around, hell, fuck them. But still, it's like, <laughs> man, this is, this show is terrible. Why are they doing that to these people, you know? They're still they are people. opportunists. They're still human beings, Josh. Are, even though, even if they're little demented dwarfs that want to <laughs> murder everyone with pine saw. <laughs> I used Murphy's oil soap to fuck up a person one time, but never kill. <laughs> I had to put my mother in a home after that. <laughs> She never told me to clean my fucking room again. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Josh, I think we've done it for this week. Episode 119 in the books. Oh, man. I feel like I needed to shower after that one. It was a doozy. <laughs> well, if they want to find more of our shows, if they want to go back and hear the first coverage of The Little Darling two episodes ago, <laughs> how do they do that, Josh? Well, just however you listen to this show, you can search our archives and see all kind of different stuff in there. Lots of fun stuff. And on Twitter, we are at P3 Radio, the number one. On Facebook, go in your search bar, type Pop Poncho. You're bound to see our picture. And if you want to get with us via text message or leave us a voicemail, hell, we might play the motherfucker on air. You never know. Make it funny, and we just might. 731 300 6675 24 hours a day. And of course, you can check out our show that we do on Shooting the Shiznit called AEW Dynamite. That's a limited run. We'll be doing that through the rest of this year with uh, the only breaks coming at Thanksgiving and the last two weeks of December. So we'll be doing the rest of this year every Wednesday night. And that show's usually out by 10 o'clock. Of course, also, you can check out our other shows that we've been doing with BT over there on his channel, Shooting the Shiznit. Just type it in. We've also done uh, Was It Really That Good uh, this month with him, filling in for Gene Jackson. And just check out all of his shows. If you like wrestling and you like our podcast, you might like some of the stuff on his station. So if you want to do that, go ahead and check that out. But for now, we are out of time. We'll catch you back next week. For Josh Briley, this is Richard Mulliken saying thanks for listening. And good night.